Pattern Nation Pro Football Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the French version of Tudor Nation, the, the, the place where we go to talk about American football. Wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. It's very nice. <laughs> very nice. Welcome to Tudor Nation. Um, I love how it yeah. started as French and turned into Borat. Borat, like along the seconds. lines, yeah. yeah. Nah, King my, of the uh, castle. <laughs> this is my son. Isn't he big? Uh, <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not very good with accents. Pro- I think all of my accents, whether it be, you know, try to do like a English accent, anything in that realm, all kind of starts morphing into the same accent after, yeah, it all kind of sounds sort of like uh, Conor McGregor, like a little bit of a, uh, <laughs> I think everyone's got a go-to accent. I know a lot of people you end up end up sounding Indian or Jamaican or... <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, those. you start I out you start out English, and then you get into like uh, yeah, you start sounding Indian. Yeah, I think yeah. Troy's Bill Cosby is spot on though. The pudding pops. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But hey, welcome to Tudor Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Papa Tud Troy. Uh, we got King Tud, Noah Stradamus, Lord of the Leagues, Noah Young. Yep, yep, yep. Coming to you without the studio equipment. Uh, it, it's a virtual episode. Just um, trying something new today. Yeah, trying something new, and you know, hopefully, we never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Takes McGee over there, straight from the monastery. Father Alvarez, what's up? Doing good, man. Yeah. Uh, glad that we finally get another episode in. I feel like it's been like. Three or four weeks. It's been too long. But uh, it's been that's too life, long, man. That's you life. Know, that's sometimes life. Sometimes stuff comes up. One hundred percent, dude. And and especially amidst uh, what I've what I've learned is when I'm watching this football season, I I have all these emotions. One, this season is going completely different than what I thought it was going to go. For many things, for the Rams, for and 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 as I look back on it, I think I was just a little bit still on my Super Bowl high thinking about this team because an an offensive line is so important. I knew we were losing a couple key pieces. Something I didn't know that I just heard this last week watching the game is we've started, we've played uh, seven games this year and we have started seven different offensive line combinations uh, this year. So that's not good. Uh, that's not good. And uh, it shows on the field. We look we look bad. And but every week that I watch football, I have all these raw emotions. Um, and I sent some of them to you guys through our text chain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. It's just a weird year, man. I can't I can't get right in Tutter and Shutter. I can't get right. You know, whatever I think, whatever I think is going to happen doesn't happen. But uh, you guys actually have been doing pretty well in Tutter and Shutter. Yeah, man. So what's the key? It. What's the key? Nope. What do you guys know? <laughs> Noah and I are neck and neck. Get this. Over the past four weeks, five weeks, five weeks. So since week four, Noah and I have each only had one wrong prediction. So That's insane. And I've had like all of them. All of them are wrong for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've had... 
three three right predictions. So uh not great, man. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Um it's just everybody week after needs week. to throw away season, you know. This is this is yours. It's okay, man. <sighs> it sucks. It sucks, man. And uh man, since we've been gone, there's been trades that have happened around the league. There's been teams that have started to show signs of greatness and then have just crumbled. There's been teams that you're like looking at, you're like, okay, are these guys the real deal? At the beginning of the season, we were kind of thinking teams like the Jaguars might be something. Now the Jaguars kind of look like the Jaguars. Yeah, that's kind of the frustrating thing about this season. Like, it it's weird that Noah and I are doing as well as we are in Setter and Shutter this year because nothing makes sense this year. We probably said the same thing last year, but like the Giants are good. The Jets are good. That hasn't happened since like 2013. Like well, what? Well, let's let's happening? hold off. Let's hold off a little bit because I think that there are some teams that are frauds, some fraudulent teams. Um, oh. And I can run through just off the top of my head a couple fraudulent teams that I think are there. Let's hear them. Rams. I'm going to start off. The Rams are frauds. Uh, okay, you and, the I, Super Bowl. Troy, you and I talked uh, weeks ago about Rams, Bengals ranking good, bad. Um, I thought you were being like a homer, putting your Rams up where they were. That was kind of a different time in 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 the year. Uh, it was early on, and I actually, after a conversation, I was like, shoot, like the Rams actually they got the weapons. If they can get Allen Robinson going, you know, I didn't know what the situation was with Cam Akers. I'm like, they could they could really turn this thing around. But now looking at how weird this year is, the offensive line struggles, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know if I could, if I could make a good, bad MJB ugly kind of ranking right now. Yeah, no, I, I would say the Rams, right as of right now, what where I can see them going with the pieces that they have, I think we're going to end somewhere around 500, um, maybe a little above, maybe below. That'll put us in a bad ranking for our system. Um, and I think we started the season off with them like preseason in MJB, then they got moved down to good last time we did it. And, and I think we're wrong on that again. I think we're going to be bad. Um, but again, like I, I just see all the pieces we have. I do think our defense is actually better than it was last year. I still believe that last, even last week, uh, Jalen Ramsey had two interceptions that he dropped. Both of those times that he had the ball, they were, we were on their side of the field. So he would have had 20, 30 yards to score. Uh, Jalen Ramsey again hit Christian McCaffrey ball popped way out and it landed just directly in the hands of another 49er he didn't have to move he was on the floor it landed right in his lap so those are three uh, takeaways I think that we had that we just didn't capitalize on Um, that would have been a completely different game both of those uh, interceptions for Ramsey was in the first half we could have just blown him out in the first half and it would have been very different but we can't McVay can't beat uh, Shanahan. It's it's impossible. He's lost to him eight times in a row, and I think in the regular season, of course. Yeah, playoffs, uh, we did got him. beat him in the playoffs, and that was essential to our Super Bowl run. Um, so I guess when it mattered, he won. But in the regular season, he owns him. He is his son. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has a son named Sean McVay, and Sean McVay <laughs> is a daddy. I want to know who the other fraud teams are, Troy. Yeah, so the Rams are frauds. The Jets are frauds. Uh, I think the Jets have a really young team. I think they've shown signs of of being good. Uh, in in the AFC East, 
they they're in second place right now. I think they're going to end up in last place. I think the Dolphins are going to be ahead of them. I think the Patriots are probably going to end up ahead of them. I think they're going to be the bottom of the barrel in the AFC East. Bills obviously are going to take it. Um, so I would call them frauds because everyone's kind of saying that they're a little good. They just play the Patriots. You know, if any in any year the Patriots are looked at this year as being pretty bad, the Jets are looked at as being kind of good, and then the Patriots kind of just. It ended up being a closer game, but if you watch the game, the Patriots really just destroyed the yeah. Jets. And I wonder how much of that has to do with, you know, they lost Brees Hall, who obviously was a, a superstar, but now Zach Wilson's kind of showing us a little bit of who he is right now. Um, you know, not that he couldn't develop into something, but right now he's just, he's kind of just unreliable. He's inconsistent. He, tur- he turns the ball over. He makes bad throws. Uh, he's fun to watch, but that you can't have a, a solid, uh, I mean, your defense can only be so good. If your quarterback isn't going to, you know, take care of the ball, Sauce Gardner is is legit. Sauce Gardner uh, is is going to be great in the league for a long time. I'm glad they have him. I want the Jets to be good. I just think, yeah, I think they're a little bit away. And honestly, I think if they had better quarterback play, they would be looking a lot better. I think that Zach Wilson is going to be a fun quarterback for a couple years, and then he's kind of going to be like every other Jets quarterback and just go off into the night. No one hears about him again. Where's Mark Sanchez? Probably doing some college game day takes somewhere. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's around sometimes. He makes a, he calls some games, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't call the primetime kind of games. He calls like the ones like he'll call like, you know, Titans, Jags and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So I think the jets are frauds. I, uh, there's a couple other teams. Giants. I honestly think are frauds. I think the giants, um, I think they're not good. I think that their, their schedule they've had has been very good to them. They've yeah. they've won some weird games. I'm not going to lie. They have won some weird games. I think their coach is great. I think that's why that they're winning some of these weird games. But I do think their upcoming schedule is going to be very hard on them. Um, one of the teams that I thought was a fraud that might not be is the Eagles. Eagles might be real. And their upcoming schedule is super easy. So I think th- they could very easily go 10-0 and to start the season, maybe 11-0, and which would be pretty crazy. Um, another fraudulent team, honestly, I know you don't want to hear this, Noah, but I think the Seahawks are frauds. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting I think, for it. I think the Seahawks, yourself, sir. <laughs> I think the Seahawks are frauds. And, uh, the reason I say this, but I, I mean, let me, before I, before I say this, let me say something nice about the Seahawks. Um, like I said, week one, after week one, what did I say, Noah? Do you remember? About the Seahawks? They got that dog. They got that dog. They got that dog in them. And they still got that dog in them. Every week, that's what how I feel when I watch them play. I'm like, they're not good. Why are they doing this? And it's just because their players are playing like dogs. Like, they're out there. And they just want it more than all these teams. And that's what it is. They're not better. Like, I see them play. They're really not better. You look at their squad, you're like, this guy's not that good. This guy's not that good. Why are they putting this together? And it's really because they're dogs. Like, they just go out there. So I don't know if that makes them fraudulent. Maybe I have to go back. I don't think they're fraudulent. I just think it's they're a weird end year. Up. It's a weird year because typically a five and three team is kind of middle of the pack, but right now five and three is pretty good. And I mean, like you look at it, like we got a, a legendary rookie class. We got like nine rookie starters this year. You guys you know? got some good rookies, dude. But yeah, like Kenneth Walker is. I think he's right now the favorite or second favorite for rookie of the year candidate. Tariq, uh, Tariq Woolen on defense. He's, I think, right behind Sauce Gardner for defensive rookie Is he number six? Is he number six? What's that? Is he number six? Number six, like, Jersey? or Yeah. No, that's uh, Quandre Diggs. 
Oh, okay. He's he's, so yeah, he's, he's pretty good too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's a beast. He's a speedster. But I mean, I got to come back to, I mean, we've had this conversation. Geno Smith. Geno Smith is currently ranked in most categories that I've seen right now, right behind Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah. As no, I, that, that was quarterbacks. That was the second nice thing I was going to say about the Seahawks is I shouldn't have wrote off Geno Smith. Oh, uh, that feels I so that, good yeah, to hear. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I just, I wanted you to, I yeah. wanted you to be there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. I've written him off many times. And since he made that comment, I've written him off again and again and again. Uh, but at, at a certain point, you just can't write people off anymore. Um, right. And so, yeah, I think, and even if you look back through his career, it was kind of crazy looking back at it. Cause I was like, okay, Gino hasn't been good, but then you look back, you're like, okay, who, who, who was Gino Smith, right? He started in the beginning. He kind of goes a little bit with the jets. Jets are bad though. You can't put that on Gino really. Then he sits behind Russell Wilson. He's sitting behind Russell Wilson. He, he sits was sitting behind, behind Eli Manning too. Um, Eli Manning on, on the giants, Philip rivers. He sits behind Philip rivers, right? And then he sits behind Russell Wilson. So at the end of the day, if you're like, okay, Geno Smith, for the last 10 years, you've been sitting behind those three guys. It's like, well, not many quarterbacks would start over those three guys. you got to let those three guys start. So it's not even the fact that Geno Smith might have been bad on any other team. He probably would be starting. And he's got a cannon, dude. Yeah, he's, he's, got he's the cannon. only quarterback that's that's uh, less than 10% of his throws are, are off target. Uh, he has receivers dropping, dropping some amazing balls that would be, you know, even more touchdowns for him. And one thing I have to say, Troy, is that Geno Smith – you know, this emergence of him, um, I call him Gino Noir because like a fine wine, like a Pinot Noir, he only gets better with age. But Gino Noir. This goes to one of your points uh, that it's it matters where you're drafted. It matters where you go to so much. It's it's There's a lot of talent that we've seen come into the league that we never got to see the full potential because of where they landed. And so I think Geno Smith is one of those that, you know, you've brought up this several times that maybe if Geno landed somewhere else, we would have seen this Geno a lot sooner. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and honestly, at the end of the day, he is energizing my hatred for the Seahawks. Cause it was weird earlier in the year. I wasn't hating the Seahawks very much. We were kind of talking about it. You're like, that's kind of weird, Troy. Why aren't you really hating on the Seahawks? And it's one of those things where like, it's hard to hate on a blind, deaf, mute kid, you know? It's like you want that person to succeed almost. <laughs> pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Yeah. <laughs> Billion 4C uh, action. Um, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, when they were, you know, when I thought they were bad, when I thought they didn't have that dog in them, I didn't really want to hate on them as much. I'm kind of like, okay. It was kind of how I felt about the Cardinals. Sure. I don't really hate them. Like, I don't like them, but like, I don't hate them. Like, like I do the Niners and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was feeling that kind of way, but Gino's really making it easier for me to hate the Seahawks again. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Like it feels right. Everything feels right in the world when I hate the Seahawks and I do, I hate them again. So Gino Smith, congrats. I love it. I was worried. I was worried coming into this. I'm like, is Troy's hatred for the Seahawks going to make it so he can't, you know, give Gino his props, but man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to move. I can respect, I can respect all your opinions now because, uh, you're, you're able to, see Gino and uh although I don't like all your takes I'm gonna respect them moving forward yeah yeah and and that's the thing too is like when I hate someone it really is because they're good like I don't hate people I hate Steph Curry why right but Steph's reaching that that level where and the same thing happened with Tom Brady I used to hate Tom Brady throughout his whole career 
then at certain point you're like, dude, this dude is just the good. Like he's just the best. And the same thing's kind of happening with Steph Curry. I hated him for so long. This last time in the finals, though, I kind of I was watching him, and I'm just like, at a certain point, you got to stop, see where you are in life, and be like, I'm watching greatness. And there's gonna be, you know, when when my son's older, 15 years old, we're talking about Steph Curry, we're talking about Tom Brady. That was my era when I was watching, when I was, you know, all up into it. And at a certain point, you know, I didn't get to really watch Michael Jordan. People talk about Michael Jordan. You know, we had Steph Curry, we had Kobe, we had those those type of players. And I just think at a certain point, you got to give him the props. And yeah. right now, you got to give Geno Smith the props. Not saying he's a Steph Curry, not saying whatever, but no, as of right now, well. he's he's, he's playing balling. well right now. And I respect that. That's something I wish I, I was better at. It's hard for me to. Uh, I, I just get I get blind rage watching games and watching, especially when it's at my team's expense. Um, yeah, yeah. But man, once once people retire and once you know, even like like there's Cooper Cup. Like I hate him as a player because he just tears us up. But man, like generational talent right there. It's true. It's true. Father, your team's uh, just came off a bye. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good about it. You know, they're still at the top of the division and. I mean, just looking at our conversations over the off season at how dominant the AFC West was looking, uh, the AFC West was a fraud, honestly. Oh, like facts, that whole division. Facts, facts. Broncos were frauds. Raiders were frauds, and facts. now they've been exposed. Um, the Raiders so are really fraud frauds. Chargers Chiefs. Yeah, Raiders are fraud frauds. Like Raiders, <laughs> Raiders are the definition of fraud. Um, yeah, Chargers Chiefs. I. I yeah. I played Derek Carr in a fantasy league last week. The guy got me two points against the Saints. He threw for like a hundred yards, and uh, pretty sure he threw a pick and Dude. no touchdowns. Yeah, I have in uh, one of my leagues. I have uh, uh, Devonte Adams, and he got me two points. Nice. Which you, yep. you Devonte Adams needs to give you like twenty points. That's why you draft him. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, and I man. lost. I lost that game by like twelve. So, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, that's such a weird that's such a weird division. Like I I really yeah, the biggest like I thought if like every team was going to take a step forward, Raiders, Broncos, uh, you know, Chargers because of what they acquired and Chiefs lost one of their best players, but the Chiefs are one of the very few, maybe like three or four actually good dominant teams in the league. Chargers are kind of just I think they're hanging in there. Uh the Broncos, oh my gosh! I mean, I love watching the, the Broncos. Are this dumpster fire that I can't look away from because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's just I love it. And then Raiders, like, has has like, are you guys thinking Devontae Devont Adams must be hating this trade now? Yeah, I think the AFC West like started the season off as a huge question mark of who's going to be at the top, and now we're kind of learning. It's the same thing it's always been. Yeah. AFC West is beyond cut and dry. The yeah. Chargers are the only ones who are going to kind of give the Chiefs a run for their money. Broncos Raiders are going to be out of it <laughs> like they always are. And the Chiefs are going to wind up winning the division again. Yep. And, you know, being like, it's it's kind of like how the Patriots were with Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Their season didn't start until the playoffs hit. Yep. So this whole time, I mean... You know, I'm still invested in the games and everything, and obviously I want the Chiefs to win every game, but at the end of the day, like you know they, you're in the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, yeah. then 
you know, that's going to be the most shocking thing. Yeah. Um, but right now there's no doubt in my mind that they will, you know? Yeah. And, and that's such an interesting spot to be in as a sports fan. I think you've been in that spot for the last, you know, I don't know, five years, six years where yeah, you don't have to worry about them making the playoffs. And so many sports uh, franchises do uh, every single year have to you, not even worry about making the playoffs, hope to make the playoffs. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. that's where I was for so long. I just, just let us get there. Who knows what's going to happen? Just let us get there. Just let us get there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're in a very, uh, crazy time in your fandom where you have the quarterback of the now and the future and you have the team right now. And so you just let it ride until you guys have to start paying people more. And then salary cap stuff's going to start having to come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the, man. The, I don't understand how the salary cap works. Cause Doesn't make sense. Right now, it feels like this fictional thing that they just never actually have to deal with. I think the next time the Chiefs are going to be bad is when Andy Reid retires. Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, yeah. I mean, l- let's even kick it over to another division that's just so weird this year. The NFC South. So it, uh, weird. So yeah. weird. The the card or no the the Panthers and the Falcons were playing a game that went to overtime. Uh, Moore caught that touchdown at the very end. All they had to do was oh, kick the extra that was point. So nice. In Halloween spirit, he took his helmet off like Ichabod Crane and uh, <laughs> and just got the penalty. Moved him back from what like what's a normal PAT like thirty yards or something like that. I think twenty five. Twenty five. So it moved him back to like yeah. a forty something yard field goal. He misses it. And overtime, the Panthers get it first. Oh no, Falcons get it first. They stop them. Panthers have the ball, go down, kick another field goal. He misses it, and the Falcons end up winning. But whoever was going to win that game, even the Panthers, would have been first in the division. And the Panthers right now are sitting at two and six. So that's just incredible that uh, they were going to be leading that division at three and five. But yeah, we were uh, talking now it's about Falcons. When we were talking about fraudulent teams, the first team that came to mind was the Falcons. Because how are they at the top of their division with a, with a team where like your star player is just Kyle Pitts? Like who's who's <laughs> their top wide receiver? Like I, I think it's Alameda Zacchaeus or something like that. Because uh, Cordero Patterson's been out since like week two. So yeah. He hasn't even been playing. You got Mariota who's, you know, Mariota. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it's, a little interesting i think it does help that they get to play the nfc south True. opponents yeah. um but yeah man they're uh <laughs> they're leading that that division at four and four and you know the world is anyone in the nfc south can take that division right now even the panthers so it's it's it, but it doesn't look like they're trying to trading away christian mccaffrey so let's go into some tea time hello and welcome to tata nation tea time all right, uh, tea time. Um, we got some tea. We got a lot of trades going on. <laughs> I finally had a drink I could do it with. <laughs> um, the tea that we're going, Christian McCaffrey, let's just talk about it real quick. Uh, went from the Panthers over to the Niners. Probably the worst spot for him to land, would you say, Noah? Oh, they have legendary, like, no running back can ever have success on the 49ers, but uh, I mean, personally, yeah, I think that that's that's the worst place. You, I mean, that's like, you're just, uh, you're claiming that you're a villain now if you're on the Niners. In my, I would actually kind of counterpoint that, no, I think it's a weird move for the 49ers because any running back that they put back there 
kind of has success, in my opinion. I think. Yeah. You put Wilson back there. Oh, you put. I'm, sorry. Uh, I should have. I should have dialed the sarcasm up more. I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> You put Elijah Elijah Mitchell back there. I mean, anyone, anyone, regardless of who they are, they're good. No, that's good. the thing. That's the yeah. thing. Jeff Wilson, so, uh, Tevin right, Coleman, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So um, my thing was, and and even uh, who's that guy? Uh, Matt that's on your team, uh, Brita. But then they have the guy that you guys have now, Christian. The guy that we oh uh, oh um, who do we have? Mick. It's McKinnon, Mc, running back. McKinnon. Oh yeah, Jerick McKinnon. Yeah, Jerick McKinnon. Like, Dude, these dudes just, and they all explode, and they all have 200-yard running games, and you're just like, who are these people? And it's just a wheel of guys. So, yeah. in my opinion, it's like, did you see what they traded away to get? They traded away their 2023 second, 2023 third, 2023 fifth, 2023 sixth, and something else. I can't remember. But in 2023, they didn't even have a first because that was already given away for Trey Lance. So, <laughs> in 2023, they're literally not going to draft. Like, they're just not going to, like, people talk about the Rams don't have a first-round draft pick for blah, 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 whatever. The Niners aren't going to draft next year. They're just not going to be there. I That's, feel like more uh, and more teams are adopting that F them picks mentality, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're going the way of Sean McVay and saying, who cares? Well, Let's I mean, win now. they saw that he won. He won. He did it, yeah. you know? And, and whatever you want to say about it. And then I can counter and be like, yeah, but look at us this year. Look what happens when you don't draft. Look what happens when you don't have another lineman that can step up when your offensive lineman gets hurt. Cause in the trenches, they're going to get stepped on. They're going to, you know, have ankle problems. They're going to, and you need that yeah. next guy to step in and be okay. Our next guys aren't, our next guys are pretty bad. They miss blocks. Uh, you know, Stafford's back there feeling pressure from all sides. We can't run the ball. And I think that has to do with us not drafting. I mean, you guys got the Super Bowl out of it. So you still, you know, it still it, it looks like a, at the end of the it, day, it worked. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what they wanted to do. Niners have to win a Super Bowl to make this look good. Otherwise, they're in a like they're already in a deep hole with Trey Lance. But oh. I mean, this McCaffrey thing. As long as he stays healthy, man. I saw. I mean, it's insane. You got when you got Debo, a wide receiver who can I run, know. and you I got know. McCaffrey, a running back who can catch passes and throw them. I saw the play where he he rolls out to the right. What do you do? Like, what do you do? do you, like, you need you need three guys on there in case he runs, but then if you can't let a receiver open. Like, that's that was one play. I was like, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. If, if McCaffrey yeah. rolls out, and I and I heard this thing where Debo went up to the GM at at, at that game because Debo wasn't playing this week, and he just said, "Thank you, thank you for getting that guy." And the GM was like, "Debo, like, I can't wait to see you guys both out there at the same time." And I'm just sitting there like. Yeah, he was Debo's not even there. Like, imagine like what they did to us with McCaffrey, who ran a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and threw a touchdown, um, which is just ridiculous. What are we gonna do when there's two of those guys that can do that out there? Seriously, like, what are we gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And you got Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, the only <laughs> chance we had this year, the only reason I was excited about the NFC West this year was because the Seahawks were gonna be frauds, <laughs> and the Cardinals were going to be the Cardinals and the Niners were finally going to have a rookie quarterback who I thought sucked. You were, I mean, you were right about that. He's just not playing. Yeah. Now Jimmy G's back at the helm and they get Christian McCaffrey and they have Debo signed back. He was supposed to leave too. Remember Debo was supposed to leave. He signs back. Kittle comes back. McCaffrey is going to be there. Their offensive line is going to get healthy. And then we're going to all be in a real, real sad spot where the Niners very well could win the Super Bowl this year. So is the NFC West is that a 
uh, toss up between the Seahawks and the 49ers right now? No. Are we saying the Rams are out of it? No, 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 no. The NFC West is the 49ers division for sure. The Rams and the Seahawks are going to be pretty even, I think, at the end of the year. The Cardinals are going to be at the bottom. I think hey, the, just just I, wait for the end of the season when Gino keeps talking about how Troy keeps running his mouth. Hey, keep and he adding didn't write fuel. Back. Keep adding fuel, man. I think I do think the Rams are going to finish about above five hundred. I've looked at their schedule. I think that they they're going to finish above five hundred. Um, yeah, Niners, the Rams did like, have the hardest schedule coming into the year, by the way. Yeah, but now everything's flipped. Now True. everything's flipped. I think that the Rams can. I think that the Rams can pull out above five hundred. Um, of course, I mean I'm you know I'm being a homer, but I, I believe that the Seahawks could take the division. Uh, That's nice. But at the, you know at the same That's time, nice. it's I think know, the Niners, Gino might be more like a, might be more like a uh, what what's that wine that you just like kind of sip on at like white trash parties? Like a sangria. Oh yeah, sangria. Sangria. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gino's more like Sangria, where like he comes in a really big bottle and he's really just there so that like people can drink alcohol and feel like they're drinking juice. But he's not really uh not really a fine wine. He is a he's absolutely a fine. He has aged with time. I mean, you know, everyone's waiting for the drop off. Uh, but at this point, I mean he's 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 playing he's playing too well. There's not there's never been I, I can't think of it, there's ever been a story like this. Like what, I think would Kurt, you call him? Kurt you called him Gino Kurt Noir. Was What's that? Gino Noir. Gino Noir. I think that he's. I think I think you should call him Gino Grigio. Like what, Pino Grigio. Yeah. Pino Grigio. That's. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I don't know wine well enough to know. Was that was that a is that an insult? No, I, I think that's a uh, that's kind of a on the fine wine. Uh, run. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but I'm I'm yeah I think like this has been talked about. Kurt Warner had the best like come back, you know, older player story. But aside from that, I think this is this is the best that I've seen as far as a comeback. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be making any movies about Geno Smith uh, later in life. Oh, just wait. It's <laughs> comeback season, baby. I'll make the movie. Geno's going to win MVP this year. He's going to take his team to the Super Bowl. He's going to say, Eagles, die, Eagles, die. Die, Eagles, that's, die. That's, that's, what, uh, that's yeah. what I got to say about that. And then Geno's going to... Take it to the Super Bowl and lose to the Chiefs. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to play the Chiefs. I do not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> think, I don't want to play the Chiefs or the Bills. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm pretty sure it's a lock, though. You know, like Super Bowl will either be the Chiefs or the Bills. Yeah, it's Chiefs or Bills, and it's going to be either the Niners or the Eagles. I think that's going to be the t- the four teams in the end: Niners, Wait. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills. Troy, are oh. the Vikings frauds? Are the Vikings frauds? Six and I mean, one, right? The Vikings are a part of like they're a result of their division. The Lions still can't get it together. The Packers without Devontae Adams are look pretty trash. The Bears, I mean, they got Chase Claypool. So yeah. that's that's a great pickup for them. <laughs> Another pickup, yeah. <coughs> that was yeah, probably the yeah, Vikings win. Bigger- Chase Claypool said that he's a top three wide receiver in the league, so <laughs> so they got He's a top, not wide a top 30 wide receiver in the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, he wasn't a top three receiver on his team when he said that. <laughs> Rokon Smith got traded to the Ravens, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's a good, uh, 
pretty uh, another great trade I thought was um the Bradley Chubb trade from the Broncos yeah. to Miami. I think that's yeah, they, pretty big. Yeah, Denver had to get something with their picks back. Like that was but that's gonna be interesting to see. Super team now. Yeah. Jeff Wilson also going to the Dolphins. Yep. So the Dolphins were uh were making some moves this past week. Yeah. In uh in, in, in my opinion, I think the biggest trade or like maybe the most shocking was TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. Dude, yeah. I think that's good yeah, for him. Honestly, crazy. I think he's going to be in the mix and I think that he's going to make the Vikings better. To answer your question, I actually don't think the Vikings are frauds. Uh Noah, I think that they have a pretty good offense. I think that in prime time, they're going to be Kirk Cousins is going to Kirk Cousins it up in prime time and be lose it. Uh so that doesn't, you know, I don't think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to make it very far in the playoffs, but I think they're going to win their division. I think the Packers are pretty bad. The Lions are pretty bad. The Bears are pretty bad. And I think the Vikings kind of have that, that route there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in like the in-between. I don't know necessarily like where they stand. I want to see them face some real challenges, but I think that, you know, obviously when Kirk Cousins gets a clean pocket and when he plays well, he plays well. Um, but yeah, TJ Hawkinson, he's going to, he's going to, I mean, he's a great tight end. Like I'm sure like 90% of Lions fans that own jerseys own a TJ Hawkinson jersey. So, I mean, if I was a Lions fan, I'd be pretty pissed because that guy was, he <laughs> yeah. was special. I feel like Lions fans only wear like Barry Sanders jerseys and Megatron jerseys. Like they're, <laughs> they're like an old, an old time jersey. They probably have Stafford jerseys, yeah. Megatron jerseys, Barry Sanders jerseys. I don't know if you're a Lions fan, if you can really buy jerseys of new players. That's the thing. Like you really like, I, I mean, you see some golf jerseys. Apparently the Malcolm Rodriguez jersey was pretty popular. Hutchinson, some people were buying, but... They're probably getting some St. Brown jerseys, some oh, almond, yeah. Yeah. almond milk St. Brown. Yeah, almond milk St. Brown, dude. I would. A, a, a trade that happened uh, last week that I was stoked about was Kadarius Tony coming from the Giants to the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Man, I feel like that was a, yeah, that was such a great move by the Chiefs front office. I don't know how they wound up getting that. I I was thinking like, oh, the Chiefs probably aren't really going to make any trades, but uh you know, they yeah, they get rid of Tyreek Hill and they just say who what players have somewhat similar skill sets to Tyreek? Let's just bring them all in. <laughs> Let's just get all those guys. They're so, loaded. Yeah. I'm stoked and about then, that. Then uh, Calvin Ridley got traded to Jacksonville Jaguars. He can't play this year, but that was kind of interesting. Um Robert Quinn got traded from the Bears to the Eagles. I think that adds a nice pass rush to the Eagles. Yeah, man, there's some there were some uh, interesting trades. I think it's interesting the Packers didn't try to trade for any wide receivers uh, to kind of help him. It's it, year after year. It's like in the draft they don't draft any wide receivers, and then they don't make any trades for wide receivers, and it just kind of feel like they don't really care about Aaron Rodgers, uh, which is kind of funny. Yeah, it's so weird, man. Why why don't they like? I, they don't care about him, but then they just keep signing him for more money. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, what? It doesn't make any on? sense. Uh, the Bills and the Colts had a had a trade. They traded Naheem Hines for Zach Moss. I don't fully understand that one. Um, Zach Moss, I think, is more of a power back guy, and I think Hines is more of a, like, catch it in the, uh, in space and kind of make some moves. So, yeah. Maybe they but were I just, feel like they both wanted want something else a Naheem Hines over a Zach Moss because they've got Jonathan Taylor who's their power back, you know? But Yeah, yeah. No, that was a little weird. It was a little weird. Maybe it was a money thing. Yeah, could be. Let's get into some Tutter and Shutter. 
Let's go. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Um, who starts it up this week, boys? That's a great question, man. I think it's um, n- first shall be last. Who went first? Noah? I think I went first last Yeah, time. so Christian goes first, I go second, and then Noah Shunk Shunk. Let's do it. All right. So let's see some of the uh, games that we've got coming up this week in week nine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tutter for this week. I'm going to tutter the Bills versus the Jets. I'm putting this whole, uh, you know, Jets as frauds theory to the test, and we're going to see, you know, Bills are a pretty big test. So I'm going Bills this week. I agree. Um, I need some wins. I'm going to go Eagles over the Texans week nine. Tutter Eagles. Nice. All right. I'm going to go for my tutter. Uh, I got to go with Ravens. Ravens over the Saints. Um, yeah, I just think the Saints are still figuring out who they are, and I feel like Ravens are starting to establish more who they are um, with Lamar Jackson playing well. Uh, and for my shutter, yeah, I got to go with the Titans. Uh, Chiefs are too scary, and I think the Titans maybe maybe a little bit of fraud stuff going on. I don't know. When Derrick mm. Henry's playing well, I think that he, I think that they're really great, but. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that they've they've squeaked by a little bit, but that's where I'm at. I like that pick. All right. I'm going to go ahead and shudder. I'm going to shudder the Commanders. Ooh. Commanders, Vikings. Um, yeah, I just feel like we were talking about it earlier. I feel like the Vikings are not frauds, um, and I think we're going to – I think I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna get I'm gonna go two and zero this week, boys. All righty, let's do it. Ooh, let's go. Better watch out. All right, I'm gonna throw in uh, for my shutter. We're gonna go with another team that we think is a fraud, and that's gonna be the Falcons. They're Ooh. going up against the Chargers this week. Um, yeah, man, I think the Chargers are the real deal. The Falcons are not, so I think it's gonna show this week. All right, boys, that was it. Tutter and Shutter. Thank you for listening in. Um, We'll try to do another episode next week and keep you guys updated on what's going on in the NFL. We love you guys. We're Tutter Nation, and we out.